0: This is All Girls Considered at Cedar Park Middle School. Today we are interviewing our principal, Mrs. Stewart. I'm Madeline Craddock. And I'm Rachel Josrael. Why did you decide to become a principal slash teacher?
1: Well, uh, I wanted to be a teacher because I had some really good teachers that impacted me, and I wanted to be just like them. There was a teacher at my school, she was a chemistry teacher. Her name was Sister Mary James because I went to a Catholic school and she uh, taught a a very advanced class of chemistry in the 11th grade. And I signed up for that class because I knew I was gonna go to college, but I didn't really know that I was going to need sciences. And so we got into the class and I felt very overwhelmed by the work. And she took me under her wing and she said, we're partners and we're going to do this together and you're going to be very successful. And I so admired her and the interest uh, that she took in me that I wanted to be just like her. So uh, when I went to college, I said, well, I'm gonna be a science teacher and I'm gonna be just like Sister Mary James and I'm going to take care of my students so that they will know that I care about their success and they're gonna have a positive experience in my class and they're gonna learn everything they need to learn to go to the next science class. And so that's how I got started.
0: That's Mm -hmm. cool. Nice. How has being a principal affected your life?
1: Well, it's been one of the most positive experiences that I have ever had because um, I spent 15 years in the classroom, and as I um, got to that 15th year, my principal came to me and asked me if I would like to be the science department head for sixth, seventh, and eighth grade science teachers. Mm -hmm. And I thought, that's amazing to get to not only influence students, but to share with other teachers the success that I was having and the success that students were having. And so um, in the course of doing that, I thought, well, I need to go back to school and get a little more training. And when I went back to school, uh, some friends of mine were taking uh, the administrative courses to become administrators. And I thought, well, that sounds very interesting. I want to be a leader, not only a leader for students, I want to be a leader for other teachers. I will do that as well. Uh, My mentor, who was the principal of Leander Junior High School, not Leander Middle School, but Leander Junior High School, in probably about 1985, he was very helpful and very supportive and he encouraged me to go back to school. And when I got to go and and work with teachers in their classrooms and to help them to become the best teachers they could be in order to help students become the best students that they could be and the most success, I just fell in love with it. Uh, The instructional leadership part of it was just amazing to know that you could not only impact the students you have in your class, but you can impact all the students in all the other classes, which is so many kids that I feel like I've had an influence on over I've been an administrator for 25 years and the principal for 22 years. So my career spans 42 years, girls, that's a long time. And so that's a lot of people and it's been, I love it. I love every minute of it, every minute in the hallways, every minute, getting to know the kids, every minute, getting to work with teachers and to think about all the different ways that we can help students because the purpose, the reason we come to this building is for students. Uh, we come here to help kids, and we need to keep that always at the center of everything that we do. And I don't know that if you have noticed the um, notice the learning model on the walls of the teachers' classrooms. Do you know what's at the very center of that? At the very center of the learning model is focus on students. Focus on student learning. So every decision that we make and every plan that we make and everything that we do, should revolve around what is important, necessary for students to be successful and learn. And so I've loved every minute of doing that.
0: It sounds like you really like your job. I
1: do like my job.
0: Mm -hmm. What do you consider as a role model for you?
1: A role model for me are some uh, educators who have done research and they have uh, studied Mm -hmm what it takes to help students learn because I want to get better at my job and so I want to do the best job that I can and I want to stay current in the latest research. And so those people are role models in terms of learning all the strategies and all the ways to help kids learn. But I also have role models that are in this building, teachers and students. And as we live by the 10 ethical principles, Everyone is a role model because we're always doing the right things for the right reason. And so we find role models everywhere when we say, look at what happened in that particular instance. That inspires me to do what I can do to help others. And so role models are everywhere. I also have to tell you, I noticed that one of your questions talked about being uh, the first female principal. That was awesome because uh, back in 1985 there was only one junior high school and it was pretty small uh, probably about a thousand students or so small compared to what we have now and uh, there were no female principals at, at the one junior high or at the one Leander high school that's all we were very small and so it was outstanding to be named the first female principal in Leander ISD it was a great honor and of course uh, I wanted to by being the first female principal I wanted to be a role model for others and for girls to know that girls can go and do whatever they put their minds to if they prepare and study my daughter's an attorney so girls can do a lot of important things and go as high as they want to and I wanted to be that role model for other women educators but also for girls in school students that i encounter
0: that's very cool that was quite an inspirational message though (laughs) what do you believe is the purpose of being a principal
1: the purpose of being a principal is to impact students their learning but to also impact uh, the experiences they have Um, i tell everybody about cedar park middle school while you can have a lot of goals Our primary goals are that students who come to this building will learn everything they need to learn to go to the next level of their education. But the other goal, which which is equally as important, is that everyone who comes through our front doors, whether it be students, teachers, the superintendent, community members, parents, have the most positive experiences. Because you know that when you have a positive experience, you want to come back. And you want to do that over and over and over again. So we want students to be, be, feel safe here and to love coming to Cedar Park Middle School. And in turn, they'll love their teachers and they'll love what they learn. And they'll be happy, well-rounded people. We always want this to be a good place for people to come. And I think our attendance uh, percentage uh, tells us a lot about that. Uh, we have 98% attendance. Sometimes it drops to ninety seven or ninety six when it's flu season because people get sick. But it tells you that people love to come to this school, and when people love to go someplace and they do good work and they feel safe and they feel happy, that's that's the purpose.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. That's very nice. How will you how how will leaving CP miss make make you feel slash affect you?
1: Well, initially sad. I think you understand. I love my job. Yes and I'm going to miss um, the teachers, and I'm going to miss the students, and I'm going to miss the interactions. And just like this event, getting to talk to you two is just a highlight for my day. It's gonna make a great Friday. Uh, So I'm gonna miss that. Uh, It's a a lot of uh, interactions. I talk to a lot of people during the day. I get to watch students learning, which is inspiring and awesome. I get to watch great teachers teaching, which is inspiring and awesome. But I think that uh, after 42 years, I'm going to spend some time with my family and maybe travel a little bit and maybe find something else that I can do in education uh, that won't require five days a week, Uh, just a couple of days a week. I never want to stop being involved with kids and with learning and with teaching. So I'll just do it in a different way. It's a lot of responsibility to be the principal of a school. And I have loved doing all of that, but I think I'm ready to scale back a little bit and uh, not be as active in every day, coming every day. But I'm gonna be sad, and I'm trying not to think about it, and I don't think I will think about it until it's really time to pack up and go, because every day I wanna continue to do all the stuff things that I've always done and interact with teachers and think about the learning and think about students and how they're doing and if they're happy in this building and if they're learning in this building. So I'm going to keep doing all that to the very last.
0: It's it's nice to see that you have a kind of general idea for what you're going to do when that time arrives. Mm -hmm. So what advice would you give to girls listening to this podcast?
1: I would say never limit yourselves. Never say... I can't do that because, well, I'm a girl and girls don't do that profession. No, if you're interested in it and you want to pursue it, find out everything you can about those professions or that learning and do all of it. Uh, Being prepared. Now it's very important to be prepared and to think about the future and to work hard. Those are all important things, but never let yourself be limited by the fact that you're a female. Females can do everything that they put their minds to. And maybe one day we will have a female president or a female vice president. Maybe it will be you. You think?
0: Maybe Maybe. if you're
1: interested in that. So never limit yourself. You can run a big corporation. You could run a country. You could be in the military. You can do anything that you set your mind to and that you love. But what I have to tell you is, uh, from my experience, you need to love what you do. That's important because then it makes you happy every day.
0: That's really good advice.
1: Is there anything else you'd like to tell us about your background? Yes, uh, I would like to tell you how I uh, got to where I am. I had mentioned to you before that... uh, 11th grade chemistry teacher had made all the difference in me discovering that I was just as smart as anybody else in the classroom and that as a girl I could do whatever that I wanted to set my mind to do. So let me tell you a little bit of how, about how I grew up. I was born and raised in Chattanooga, Tennessee, which it's uh, surrounded by Lookout Mountain and Missionary Ridge. And if you study American history, it's a very prominent location in the Civil War. And so what I loved to do was I loved to go up on Lookout Mountain and to find artifacts with the Civil War, and it was very engaging and very interesting. In the classroom was not very interesting, and it was not very engaging, and I was a timid child, and I just wanted to melt into the background and not be called on. And I didn't feel that I could do what the other kids were doing, and I felt Intimidated by all of the smart people surrounding me, so I was one of those kids that was a reluctant learner, and it was much more exciting to take my horse. I grew up riding horses and participated in uh, horse shows in Tennessee, and it was much more exciting to go up on Lookout Mountain and take my horse. Her name was Lady Girl, and look for artifacts and think about the Civil War and the and the battle that was that was fought up there rather than to be in the classroom so what we need to think about is we need to think about there are other people just like me and like you sitting in the classroom who don't feel connected and don't feel that they are as uh, capable as other people surrounding them and they're kind of just being very quiet and melting into the background and for girls that can happen a lot because when i grew up there were only three things that girls could do. One is you could be a homemaker and a mother and a wife, and that's an admirable thing to be. You could be a nurse and you could be a teacher. And my mother, being a product of her generation, she talked a lot about me being a teacher, but I didn't feel that I could do any of those things until I met that 11th grade uh, chemistry teacher. And so we never know the stories that are sitting in the classrooms of the people and how they feel, whether they feel valued and they feel safe and they can be vulnerable to talk about how they feel in the classroom and define themselves. So for girls, that's very important because nobody ever talked to me about being a doctor or an engineer or an architect and we can be, as I said to you before, we can be whatever we want to be. But we have to find a way to encourage girls, and this is important what you are doing, to tell that story to encourage girls that you can do whatever you want to be. You don't have to be and remain that little timid little girl that's uh, scared and that you don't know what you're capable of doing and nobody's listening to you, nobody's talking to you, nobody's encouraging you to do all those things. So the message for us as girls and women is to encourage Our fellow girls and women that yes you can be a doctor you can be a lawyer you can be an engineer and my daughter is a lawyer because I encouraged her to find what she felt was her passion and to do what anyone would do whether you're a boy or a girl so I think that our uh, where we wind up in life is kind of a, a culmination of all the experiences that we've had and what would have happened had I not met that eleventh grade chemistry teacher, what would have happened? I wonder about that.
0: Yeah. What do you think? I think it was like probably hmm, if you hadn't been a teacher. Maybe you like wouldn't be like like as high like the principal maybe? Like you might you might have been a teacher but like maybe like a like a like eighth grade teacher. Series. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it's important that we know that all the people that we interact with, uh, they have a story. And we should uh, explore that story. My story is one from a little girl living on Lookout Mountain whose best friend was her horse and exploring American history and didn't know that I could explore higher education. Didn't even think about I could go to college and I finished college in three years instead of four. Uh, so my fire my passion uh, came to life in 11th grade chemistry because that teacher uh, took my hand and said you know you're as smart as anybody else and you can do whatever you want to do you just have to you have to put in the work there's always work so um, I think that we always should remember that everybody has a story and they are a product of all their experiences that they bring to life and we need to have empathy For others and encourage them and ask what is your story what what's your passion what do you like to do and my passion was and I think you you understood that from before was working with kids like you and I want to be the one that lights the fire and so I decided that if I could light a fire in my classroom maybe I could help other teachers to light a fire and so incrementally I could impact not just my classes but I can impact all the classes in the school by helping to train teachers. So our story is very important, and I appreciate you taking the time to listen to my story, and to think about that little girl who lived on Lookout Mountain, who uh, was intimidated and afraid in the classroom and a reluctant learner, who has come as far to be the principal of a school, and that uh, she has lots of friends, not just her, lady girl, her <laughs> pony, that she uh, would ride. So it's been a wonderful experience talking to you girls and to know that uh, this story can op- maybe open the door and light a fire on somebody else.
0: Mm-hmm. That's very interesting.
1: It's also been very nice talking to you too. Thank you for taking the time to speak with us Thank again. you, girls. Bye.